0: You're listening to Turn Zero Lists, a Legion 99 production, presented by Six Up Supply. Hello loyal Legion 99 listeners, welcome to another episode of Turn Zero Lists brought to you by Six Up Supply. I'm your host Keegan Evans, and this week I'm joined by Mike Henry, Zero Moon on the Discord. Mike, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Mike is another, uh, we are continuing our series of LVO recaps, uh, with lists LVO, the biggest tournament, uh, of the year in, in person. And, uh, we just have so many players to get through. So Mike, uh, thank you for, thank you for reaching out. Thank you for coming on and thank you for the patience of a, uh, 11 o'clock <laughs> East coast time recording so that I could put my kids to bed.
1: So it worked out pretty well because my nine-month-old is on a sleep strike right now, oh, and so boy. I would have been up anyways. <laughs> okay, okay.
0: <Yeah. laughs> uh, man, oh my man. heartstrings go out for you on that. Uh, we will try to, uh, so we both, ha- I'm sure both have monitors up <laughs> in case we need to abort this recording, uh, but let's jump, jump into it. You've been around the Legion community for a little while, but tell me how you got into Legion and, and how, what your Legion journey has been.
1: Yeah, so I started out um, actually in the Cincinnati area um, when Legion first came out. I was working up there for a while. Um, and there wasn't much of a, a Legion scene. I mm-hmm. really kind of um, sprang into it uh, about a year after uh, the game released. Okay. Um, so I, I bought a box right at the beginning, but there wasn't much of a scene. So it was just building and playing by myself. And then mm-hmm. um, I had this wonderful thought in my mind that my <laughs> wife, who loves Star Wars, would want to play this miniatures <laughs> game with me. She does not. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was a beautiful dream for it about is. a year or two, um, but when I moved back down to the Atlanta area, uh, there we had a pretty good uh, group going, and, and that's really when I kind of delved more into the the competitive side. Awesome,
0: awesome. Well, coming uh, coming up on LVO, you've you've been in delving into the competitive side. Was uh, where's LVO in your have you had you been to a previous LVO? what's your uh, i had not there?
1: been to an lvo because i'm on the east coast before sure, um sure. in fact so i had been to a couple of flg events before this um mm-hmm. you know i was at new orleans um yes. a couple months ago and lone star um but pre-covid the first like really big event that i was going to go to was 2020 worlds and uh um, oh, right. rip <laughs> Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, you are, you're in the right circuit with those FLG events. Uh, and so what, what was your, your first impressions of LVO this time?
1: Um, I w- had a great time. Um, it worked out really well. My wife has family out in Las Vegas. Oh, uh, we went, oh, ended up staying with them. I brought the whole family with me oh, nice. um, and we had a really good time visiting with her family So I think this is going to be kind of an annual tradition for us now. It's really cheap to fly to Vegas. Um, LJ put on an excellent um, tournament. Absolutely. Really well run. The, the loot was fantastic. You know, lots of good price support. We got some sparkle dice, some yeah. cursed yep. white sparkle dice. The only roll crits.
0: I've heard this. I haven't <laughs> tested them out yet, but I've heard that
1: this is true. Yeah, you probably hold it, heard it from Ghost Walking. He's got yes. his tinfoil hat on, like uh-huh. I do. Oh yeah, so- <laughs> yeah. He's he's
0: hardcore about it right now.
1: <laughs> so no, I I love Delvio. It was a, a great weekend. Um, I got six great games. In, had a had a good time definitely on team um, chess clocks after LVO, <laughs> um but uh but yeah it, w- it was a good time
0: awesome awesome well, what'd you do to get ready in terms of the list what, what were you thinking going into this
1: um so this list um came from yavin based team league actually okay. Um, before I was running this list, I was running Krennic Gunline with Dubax. So, ever since okay. the um, errata came out, I've been toying with a whole bunch of different Empire lists. I've mm-hmm. a main Empire. I dabbled in Rebels while Empire was non competitive. Sure. Um, <laughs> but uh, I've, I've mostly played Empire since the game has come out. And I've never really played with Vader before um, because about the time that I started to get into the competitive scene. That's when Krennic and short troopers dropped. And that's what I really wanted to play. Um, Not, not just because they were broken, but because I loved the (laughs) short troopers and I loved Krennic Um, at um, New Orleans. I showed up in my full Krennic garb. I had cosplayed as Krennic and everything. So that, that was my jam. That's really what I wanted from a hobby perspective.
2: Nice. Um,
0: Nice.
1: So after this errata, when Darth Vader got, um, some some cool new keywords. I, I decided that I, I wanted to start trying him out, and after not really liking the Krennic Doobak gunline list, I, I kind of settled on, well, what what can I do with Vader? Um, so I looked at Krennic Vader, hmm. Vader dues, um, and then I just decided i'm gonna go with something really simple um <laughs> everything in my list is from wave one and two right like the yep. original game yeah um wave two was irg wave one was uh, scout troopers yeah and uh we're just gonna run this i know i can run it well because i've been playing with stormtroopers <laughs> and i've been playing with scout troopers ever since day one um and Turns out criticals really good right now. Yeah. criticals is a really great keyword. <laughs> <laughs> and when you don't have to worry about a whole bunch of uh, range four gun lines um, because of a, a, a more melee skew and an armor skew, right. um, the range three on the T21 um, just really doesn't matter anymore. It, yeah, it's sufficient. That makes, sense. So, makes sense. So, yeah, that's where, cool. where this list came from. Um, just some basic efficient principles, <laughs> looking to make a point with uh, Commander Vader, because there was some uh, trash talk on the Legion Discord about <laughs> Op Vader being superior when uh, Commander Vader took m- not just best Empire, but second best Empire list at LVO. So, nice. Just saying. That's Commander nice. Vader, he's he's got some, some skills, but uh, uh, we can talk a little that. bit about the differences between Commander Vader and Op Vader, but...
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, just to kind of hit the highlights of the of the basic uh, bones of it, you've got five stormtrooper squads—one naked, one uh, four of them with T21, uh, and the specialist, like you mentioned. You got a pair of uh, scout trooper snipers. Um, on your IRG, did you have any um, any decisions or debates around the upgrades you put on them?
1: Yeah, so um, they have Protector, Into the Fray, and the Electrostaff Staff Guard. And I mm-hmm. went back and forth with um, some friends about whether or not to keep Into the Fray and, and Protector on there, because mm-hmm. they're doing different things, right? Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. Pro- Protector is for the Royal Guards to just be a hit point battery for Vader, right? I right. mean, just yep. eight extra hit points for an eight hit point unit so that you can't <laughs> kill Vader. Right. um vader also has esteemed leader in this list mm-hmm. he's the key point of this list he cannot die and so i have like 30 something <laughs> wounds around him so that no Jeez. matter what you do you can't kill vader until yep. he gets into your your face um that's, that's which was powerful. important yeah um in a in my first game on saturday at LVO. um uh vader took two t47 fire supported mark ii blaster shots to the face <laughs> oh my um, God, out, um, because it was t47s there was no hiding from them so it was yep. out in the open yeah um and because of esteemed leader and guardian protector um vader didn't take a single wound wow uh which was Oh, which was great. The IRG, on the other hand, yeah. <laughs> it took like seven. <laughs> words. Well, I guess just four from from the two attacks, right? But okay. uh, they yeah, yeah. they didn't know how to how to save. So protector is there because guardianing crits is. Really important in the crit-heavy meta that we're in, um, where everyone has really good access to critical, Mm -hmm. and you got to prevent chip damage from your your focus piece in this list. Everything runs through Commander Vader. He's going to win or lose the game. Um, And then Into the Fray is actually for when the IRG go and stick themselves into melee with another unit. Mm -hmm. So why I say this is doing different things is uh, Protector is actively trying to put more wounds on your IRG, which is going to lessen their effectiveness in melee. Right. So yeah, that was like a, a key point of contention is why are you putting both of those upgrades on there? And the reason I put them both on there is because they will do either Guardian mm-hmm. or they will go be a melee threat. And they're right. going to choose one of those things to do depending on the matchup. Makes sense. So if I've got another if I've got um, somebody who can hit me with a lot of range threats, mm-hmm. then they're going to be guardianing and taking a whole bunch of wounds for Vader. If gotcha. I'm facing a list that's like mall with Magna guards or something like that, they're mm-hmm. not going to be using that guardian as much. And so they're going to be able to go and stick themselves in there. And a three plus save with that surge token is just so tanky for, for the Royal guard. Um, yep. there's not, and they're immune pierce unless you get force choked. Um, so 3 plus save immune pierce when they're in melee that's really tough for anybody to to get rid of and they're okay in melee you know they they throw some red some black mm-hmm. they benefit a lot from those surges so that's mm-hmm. why I I stuck that on there I also thought about putting environmental gear but I wanted to have that 3 point bid over maybe having the environmental gear on the Royal gotcha. guard. It also doesn't matter as much with uh, commander Vader cause he's moving speed one anyways. So right. the Royal guard usually don't have a hard time keeping up with him. They're not going to
0: outstrip. Awesome. That's i uh, I'm glad I asked cause that that was, you clearly put a ton of thought into uh, what was going to go into those, those guys um, and, and how they're, they're going to be a flex piece. And I love how you broke that down uh, for, for anyone who's following along. Um, did uh, Vader have any sort of similar debate, or uh, with with the exception of you mentioned a steam leader already? But uh, the force powers go pretty, pretty straightforward.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the force powers are pretty straightforward. Saber okay. throw basically is stapled onto Commander Vader, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think he has two force slots in saber throw um the the reason being he has relentless right Right. like giving up those free attack actions just feels really bad push also gets stapled to any force user and then burst of speed um i mean that's what makes this list sing oh yeah um the the interesting part of burst of speed and this is less of a list building but more of a in in the game, the threat of burst of speed on Commander Vader is often more important than the actual use of burst of speed. I can see that. You yep. can usually get where he needs to go um, going speed one across the board, especially... Mm-hmm. Um, with deployments what they are and Mm -hmm. the meta what they are um Mm -hmm. he's not usually needing to chase someone down sure but having that double speed three move and making your opponent think about where is vader gonna go and engage (laughs) um that that ends up being real clash so the only debate really is um the command slot Mm -hmm. and uh i explained a little bit about esteemed leader um yeah for my list, I think that made the most sense. Uh, vigilance bit. is fine on Vader. I don't really have a whole lot of ways to get a dodge token onto Vader. Okay. Um, I don't really think you need a dodge token on Vader with uh, Darkness Descends. Mm-hmm. Um, having two surge tokens every turn is basically like getting free deflect. <laughs> I mean, yeah. a, a dodge does cancel a hit, right? And you don't have right. to spend anything but the the big benefit of spending the dodge is upgrading your uh, saves from yeah. uh reds to red surge yeah so with the surge tokens it it's good it's makes just sense. not didn't make sense in my list
0: yeah and i i love how you broke down you know why esteemed leader is there in addition to the irg uh it just makes it, it almost possible to kill him on the way in and then and then he's in yeah. so yeah <laughs> Awesome, and then a uh, imperial officer rounds it out to a ten activation uh, list. You already mentioned that you saved three points on e gear to get a little bit of a bid. Uh, what were you expecting for bid coming in to like average bids coming in, and how did it work so out for I, you?
1: I think this list needs a little bit more uh, than a three point bid. Mm, okay, but it is because <laughs> it. it typically wants to be blue there. It works much better on certain objectives mm-hmm. and certain um, deployments than mm-hmm. on others. And so typically I want to be blue, um, but it can flex red. And yeah. so since it can flex red, there's only really one objective that this list doesn't like to see, um, which is spoiler alert, bombing, run. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not equipped for that. Um, yep. But uh, any of the other seven objectives Vader can do. Um, and so I felt okay taking a three-point bid because I figured people are not going to be bidding as high. Mm-hmm. Three points is going to get me blue player 70, 75% of the time. Sure. And then if I face someone with a deeper bid, um, I don't think it's going to auto-lose Mm-hmm. Um, for me, especially because I get to choose board edge if I yeah. if I'm red player. So. Yeah.
0: Yep. Cool.
1: Um, one other piece uh, yeah. I, I did debate not having Becky and having a, a fourth naked stormtrooper to get more oh, um, sure. wounds for Vader. Um, I ultimately <laughs> went with Becky because there are some deployments since I don't have as deep a bed as I want to. There are some mm-hmm. deployments and objectives where i'm going to be spread out too far and -hmm. i needed to have that second command bubble so that's really why she's there it's not just because becky's great and she's an auto include there there was some real (laughs) thought about whether or not to have becky in there
0: absolutely love it love it uh Jumping into the command hand, uh, I see we just went with Vader down the line. Any any debate here? <laughs> I, I don't expect that. after no. you explained him. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean the only the only thing you might consider is taking push so sure. that you have more um, control over your royal guard. Mm-hmm. But this list is very activation neutral. You most of your. You only really need an order on Vader. Um, yep. You don't care when Becky comes up. You don't care yep. when the snipers come up. You don't, you've got tons of stormtrooper tokens everywhere. Mm-hmm. You don't need face ups for this list. Yeah. Um, and new ways to motivate them is just better push. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: at least in this list, right? Cause I don't have any vehicles, but
0: yeah. Who are your, uh, who are your primary new ways targets?
1: uh the royal guard um mm-hmm. and then there are some situations where i might uh send a token over to becky if i've mm. if i have kept new ways until turn five or six oh, okay. um, it could come in handy for her to do a triple move sure um, to get to an objective um mm-hmm. there but typically this list would goes darkness descends turn one and mm-hmm. then new ways turn two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the orders go on Vader and the Royal guard. And that puts a giant threat range yeah. um, out there because the Makes Royal sense. guard can triple move into melee if they need to. And yeah. then you've also got Vader sitting there with bursts of speed. Yeah. Um, so oh, makes brutal. your opponent sit there and really think about what is it that they want to do with their lives.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I love it. Uh, all right, let's jump down into the battle plans. Uh, for each of the categories, what's, what's the one card that you think this list just loves?
1: So um, the ones that this uh, list loves... For objective, intercept the transmissions. I don't think there's any character in the game currently that can do intercept as well as Vader. Mm. And that's because he can... Yoda might be...
0: Sure. Right yep. there.
1: Um, <laughs> Dooku's in the in the mix. Palpatine's in the mix, too. But yeah. Vader, with um, Implacable, you get mm-hmm. two Force Pushes and you get two attacks, right? Oh, yeah. So that's up to four activations that you can kill on an objective.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, with Vader's Might, you can Force Push, use Vader's Might, and Attack to mm-hmm. get rid of three... Um, activations on the the middle piece and Vader really likes it when there's a middle objective because (laughs) you have to come to him and then he comes at you with the best lightsaber in the game.
0: Makes sense. Um, makes sense.
1: So, uh, that that's the best objective for this list. Um, condition supply drop is probably the best one.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, supply drop just has really good upgrades for Vader. Yep. Um, and everyone else in this list likes supply drop arc welders. The only thing in there that's not helpful, um, for deployment. Um, I don't know which of these four I like the best. Okay. (laughs) Um, So I have, I have danger close hemmed in advanced positions, major offensive. Mm -hmm. And I consider the first three, Close, hemmed in, advanced positions, just mm-hmm. really good for melee-focused yep. um, and, and shorter range. I'm not really a melee skew. I've only got two melee units, um, okay. but my Stormtroopers are only range three, and each of those um, deployments, my Stormtroopers can be firing turn one, okay. um, which gives me a, a whole lot of firepower. Um the the dream for this list is for all of the stormtroopers to move up, tap mm-hmm. their specialist, and shoot turn one while they <laughs> have a full nine dice oh, and then try and plink and plink a few wounds off. Um, oh, yeah. typically they, they get three ish crits with one aim token in critical mm-hmm. two, mm-hmm. um, plus all of the all of the hits as well, if you can get something out in in the open
2: yeah
1: um so that's really what you're looking for in a deployment is just how can i be at range four or closer um, with my deployment
0: gotcha other, uh, other side of the coin, you're, uh, what, are, what are the ones that you're going to veto quickly? You already I mean, said, you bombing, already said run. bombing Run, we yeah. already said, right? <laughs> I covered so- that one, so let's <laughs> talk deployments and conditions. Uh,
1: one note on Bombing Run, yeah. if you are playing with Vader and a gun line list like this, and you don't mm-hmm. have a fast mover, you do have tools for Bombing Run. Mm-hmm. Um, new ways to motivate them allows you to do three moves, right. um, which is pretty good. With two of your guys, um, and with Vader's might, you can mm-hmm. also throw a unit. You, Vader's might can oh, be used right. on your own units or yeah. enemy units, unlike force push. Yeah. So you can give them a little speed boost. They might take a wound or two, but you know what? What's a couple of dead stormtroopers to the Dark Lord of the Sith? I mean, oh, honestly,
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, as so long he, as it he, wins in the game, he's going to leave them there to <laughs> blow, blow the bomb up while they're still in range, anyways. So. <laughs>
1: So you do have a couple of tricks on bombing run. So it's not auto lose, but it's definitely yeah. the worst. Cause if your opponent wants bombing run, they probably have something that's really good. Right. At bombing
0: run. Yeah. Yeah. It's an uphill battle. Um,
1: about, uh... For condition, mm-hmm. war weary is probably the worst one because sure. you're trying to make the most out of commander Vader's infinite courage bubble. Yeah, And if you can't do that, you do have Becky, but of all of the conditions, I'd say that's probably the worst one. Yeah. Um, none of the conditions are really game-breaking for this list. Mm, um, sure. But, uh, and then for deployment, it's got to be Long March. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you you don't have a whole lot that shoots at greater than range three. You've got two snipers and that's about it. That's going to yeah. be threatening your opponent, you know, the first two turns. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you don't want, don't want long March, which is not different from day one. Right. right. Yeah. Vader has never liked long March. So that, that's still true. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. All right. When you were, uh, when you're on the flight out to Vegas, what, what were you, list were you hoping to get paired against, uh, with this list?
1: <sighs> what was I hoping to get paired against? Um, there was nothing. Um, there was nothing. That I was really hoping to get paired against, other than, um, I didn't want a mirror matchup, so I was really hoping to sure. like play a bunch of droids and some clones, sure, um, sure, and uh, some rebels. I think. If I were to choose any of those, this list probably does the best against Gar, just because you have uh, a lot of Pierce. Yeah. And um, if Vader can get up into clones, you can eat up a lot of points really quickly. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Um, But Gar has lots of good tricks against Vader, too. So it's not like an auto (laughs) wean win or anything like that. But... I'll let you ask the next question and then I'll answer. (laughs) Yeah. What, what was, uh, what were you sweating on the plane? (laughs) Oh, I was hoping not to get paired up against Yoda and Saber Padme. That was like, if I come up against this, oof, Yeah, that's going to be rough. That's going to be uphill battle. I'm not really going to be able to stay outside of that standby range. Yep. And I'm just going to be praying that my red saves do their thing. <laughs> um, you know, I've got a couple of things to to help out against that. Snipers are really good against that list. Turns mm-hmm. out Imperial Snipers are really good against a lot of the really good stuff right now. <laughs> um, they're really good against Magna Guard because they've got high velocity and they have Pierce. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're really good against... Uh, Yoda um, and the Saber Tank in particular because they can Mm -hmm. get the side shots and plink off a wound every turn or they can uh, maybe shoot off a standby off of Mm -hmm. uh, Padme or or Yoda. So um, they're they're really good. High velocity is really good with all of the dodge tokens floating around right now.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Love it. Um, uh, Do you want to jump into some lightning round?
1: Yep. Let's do it.
0: All right. Throughout that weekend, what was your best, better, lucky than good moment in Vegas?
1: Oh, better lucky than good. <laughs> I don't have one right off the top of my hand, but uh, not losing Vader to two T forty seven fire support Mark two. That was right
0: yep. Yeah, <laughs> you had it, that. It's a little. You, you had planned it because you were deliberately had that much Guardian in the list, but that's. I think that's still a little bit of luck. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, of... Yeah, it, it
1: was. I mean. Vader did still have to roll a couple of dice. And fortunately he, he blocked everything. You nice. uh, didn't take any wounds from that. So nice. uh, the best thing to do is to not rely on luck and to yep. have guardian because that just takes away the wounds and <laughs> who cares if you lose a stormtrooper too.
0: There it is. So. There it is. All right. What, uh, what decision or player are you most proud of?
1: Um, which play am I most proud of? um my second game on saturday um mm-hmm. i was playing against a double the fall list okay and um it was looking really dire for me we were playing key positions i was down mm-hmm. um one activation on the middle position i didn't really have anything that could uh get there But I had one sniper, maybe this is a a better lucky than good helmet, (laughs) but I had one sniper who could see a a solitary B1 unit out Mm in the open. Mm -hmm. And my opponent didn't see that, and he didn't see that he was in range. And so Uh, I was like, oh, I see this play. This is my one chance to win this match. And sure enough, I was able to uh, shoot that B1 before he could activate it, and that ended up winning me the game. Wow. So.
0: Nice. All right. What uh, what decision play is going to haunt you?
1: Um, what play is going to haunt me? I really misplayed against my round two opponent um, on Friday. He was mm-hmm. playing a triple-stap list. Um, okay. uh, I don't remember if it was 12 or 13 activations, but I had i had lots of tools to be able to win that um list i infiltrated or infiltrated i scouted forward a sniper a little bit too far that ended up allowing his staff to um kill one of my snipers and Mm -hmm. the snipers are the best things for killing staps, right Mm -hmm. they can sit there they get rid of the cover they do the pierce um you know it's Usually two guaranteed wounds on a on a staff So losing one of my two sniper teams on the very first turn of uh, of that game really put me behind the eight ball.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's a tough one. All right, shifting away from uh, Legion a little bit. What's your uh, what's the origin story for Zero Moon? Uh, the name. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. I was in a my. Uh, my buddy and I in high school um, were really into starcraft okay and we created a <laughs> clan in Starcraft and it was like um, blue moon
2: all
0: right and
1: so everyone had to incorporate moon into their <laughs> into their username and so uh, being like a, a facetious 14 year old i'm like (laughs) i am zero moon there are no moons and so that's that's what i've gone with ever since um and and the 17 come it's not like my favorite number or anything at the Uh time my monitor was an ultra 17 plus and i needed to put a number down there and so i saw 17 (laughs) right there on my monitor and i'm like oh okay i'll just be zero moon 17. So.
0: Love it, love it. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm I, I I told this on uh, another another cast I recorded this week. Uh, uh, I am I am a big proponent of naming myself after stuff I see. Uh, Matrokin yeah. comes <laughs> Matrokin comes directly from uh a, the title of a book uh, that was in my college dorm room when the EverQuest admin showed up and said I can't be called Exeteran anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, so, there you so go. Right, right there with you on the 17. That's awesome. That, I love that, uh, that whole story. That's one of my, one of the better answers I've gotten out of this, all the way back, <laughs> all the way back to teenage years. All right. What's your, uh, what was your favorite non Legion memory from the weekend?
1: From, um, so I, I said that we went and visited my wife's family. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Uh, I don't know how you are with your in-laws, but getting along with my in-laws has not been something that comes easy to me. Um, and that whole weekend, I just genuinely enjoyed hanging out with my, um, my wife's family. Um, it was, it's been a while since I've just gone and hung out with her family, just had a really good time, you know, swapping stories, staying up late and just enjoying each other. And I'm like, you know, I. I do love these people and sometimes we we butt heads and we come from different uh, backgrounds, but uh, we have a lot in common. So that's awesome. Uh,
0: That's a great one. I love that. All right. I'm going to swing us out out from the nice serious uh, stuff and say, what famous personality living or dead uh, would you choose to stream every game of Legion that you play for the rest of your life?
1: What, so is this me like taking on the personality and then uh, doing that, the stream or? No, no,
0: you're, you're, you're playing the games, but you're forcing someone to be your caster for the rest of your life.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> what famous personality. Um, I mean, it's gotta be someone with like a, a really good voice, right? That's,
0: that's what some people go with. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, probably, um, make sure I get James Earl Jones. There it is. Um, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, if I'm playing Vader, who, who better to narrate me?
0: Love it. Love it. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Mike. It's been great talking to you about uh, about this list and about LVO. Uh, Do you want to plug anything? Tell folks where to find you?
1: Yeah, so I usually play at my local game store, Meeple Madness, here in uh, the Atlanta (laughs) area. So if you are in uh, the Atlanta area, we play on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. We call ourselves the georgia nerf herders um we're a a pretty young community most people are are just getting started and so if legion is something that kind of interests you or you're not really sure where to go we're a really chill chill group so if you're in atlanta tuesday nights meeple madness
0: awesome love it uh all right listeners uh thank you mike again so much for coming it's uh it's been great and i hope to have you on again uh, sometime soon uh with, as you can do iterate i hope to
1: see you uh, at some more flg events uh coming up too yeah it's tough you're west coast time east coast but i'm sure we'll f- we'll f- find each other in person one of these days absolutely i'm going
0: to try to travel to some more so I'm, I'm looking at lone star at least uh this year so okay have well, some possible overlap there
1: <laughs> there you go
0: awesome all right and listeners if you have a favorite list that you'd love to share with the legion verse send me a dm at matrokin hashtag 9051 and we'll see you next time on turn zero lists You're listening to Turn Zero Lists, a Legion Ninety Nine production, presented by Six Up Supply. Hello, loyal Legion Ninety Nine listeners. Welcome to another episode of Turn Zero Lists, brought to you by Six Up Supply. I'm your host Keegan Evans, and this week I'm joined by uh, Danny Karamode. Uh, Danny, I realized that I forgot to ask you how you want to be introduced, so I hope that's okay.
3: <laughs> uh, either way, fine. I mean, uh, I think normal people know me. As Danny or Daniel, okay. either one works. Okay. um But if you know me through another game, you probably know me as Kira Mode. Okay. So it's like, okay, I, I usually just start putting both, so that way people kind of know what the deal is.
0: Nice, nice. Uh, Danny's here as a continuation of our LVO series. Uh, Danny was out at LVO uh, I don't think I did I have a chance to meet you I, my, my mind's a blur from the 6up booth I,
3: I don't think so um, okay. <laughs> well, to be fair I, a lot of people were kind of shuffling around so Makes sense. I don't know. It, here's a question: If you saw my bus, you'd remember it because it says "Anakin School for Gifted Younglings."
0: <laughs> so it's like
3: you know I, that would that would give you your answer.
0: I, I miss. I did not see the bus, and and now I'm sad that I that I missed that. That's that is amazing. Uh, I'm looking forward to diving into the list you brought, but before that, uh, tell me a little bit about your legions background story. How'd you get into it, and what have you been playing?
3: Sure. So I mean, historically, I've been more of a card game player. The only like miniatures game I've ever played is Heroclix. And um, so I want to say it was like right before the pandemic hit, right? So we're Mm -hmm. talking like January, 2020. Okay. That's when like I got convinced to play because there were a couple guys that I knew they were playing. And I was like, oh, okay, this, this game seems neat. I mean, miniatures, not really my thing. I don't want to paint, but whatever. I'll, if my friends are playing it, I'll play it. Right.
2: Yeah. So I
3: I bought in, I got, I got someone's collection, pandemic hits, (laughs) and then I just never played this game. Right. Gotcha. I, don't, I don't I don't like re pick up this game until um, I want to say like April or May of okay. 2021 when like wow. things in Minnesota started opening up a little bit.
2: Yep.
0: yep.
3: And so since then, I've been playing more consistently. And I, I want to say it was around September where mm-hmm. I felt confident enough. Where I was like, OK, I got the gist of like how this game works. Mm-hmm. Let me try to go to one of these tournaments and then we'll be up.
0: Nice. So LVO is your first tournament
3: uh, for Legion. For- yeah. Nice. Um, it, it was it was fun. Um, I, something I think that should be noted is that the LVO tournament is the first tournament I've ever been to mm-hmm. where I legitimately felt like I got my money's worth.
2: Oh,
0: that's awesome. Um,
3: and, and, and 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 no shade at like like other events, <laughs> right? Of course, of course. I, I take that back. Full shade. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to start ripping these. So, like, right. if you go to like a typical tournament, right, sure. for like another game, what you're usually looking at is a location's going to be garbage. You're, you're playing mm-hmm. in like some warehouse somewhere, or like a mm-hmm. community college, or mm-hmm. whatever. Maybe <laughs> like a high school gym. Right? Sure. That That's like your typical location you're looking at, and then they're always understaffed. Right? It's like three guys yeah. running at the event. Yep. And um you know, and like they're just not going to know what they're doing. And also, like, the prizes, you know, they kind of ebbs and flows based on who's running it. So if the mm-hmm. guy's running your event, you have prizes that are worth hundreds of dollars. If he's mm-hmm. running your event, you have prizes that are worth, like, $10, right? That's just worth <laughs> the deal.
2: But
0: sure.
3: um, I'm talking about in terms of, like, quality of setup. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are bad. Or, like, I've been to HeroQuest tournaments where, mm-hmm. like, every single table should theoretically have every single legal map you could play, mm-hmm. and they barely have mats to, like, cover the tables, right? Gotcha. And so you get to LBO, and it's like they have a lot of staff relative yep. to like your typical tournament. Yeah, yeah. The staff is pretty knowledgeable. And the amount of tables they set up, I was like, this is insane. How many <laughs> tables they have set up. Because I I was fully expecting to see these tables be trash. Like I was expecting to come in and it's like, okay, there's going to be like three pieces of terrain and they're going to call it a day because they have to <laughs> like 60 tables. Yep. I didn't think they'd have like 60 full tables. Oh, yeah. Of like legitimate terrain. Uh, so, I, I, I was very impressed. Like, like you're, you're awesome. getting your money's worth. This is not you going and playing at a bunch of like fold out white tables in a warehouse.
0: Yep. You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. LVO 2019 was my first ever kind of tournament of a wargaming con of, of any scale. And it, it, I, the bar was set. <laughs> and yeah, it's, it,
3: it's great. And I would, I would strongly recommend it because, like, normal tournaments you would go to, mm-hmm. the only way you can justify it is if you're a degenerate card. <laughs> right? like when you're like i mean to put it in a comparison right i played dragon ball super for a little bit okay and i went to a tournament in vegas
2: mm-hmm. right?
3: and mm-hmm. where we played it was at a motel and when oh, i say hotel wow. i don't mean like motel relative to the real casinos because like i the right. opinions it can feel like a motel relative sure. to mgm i sure. mean literal like small buildings <laughs> huddled around an outdoor pool, hotel we were playing in a motel and, and and like Bandai has tons of money right like yeah. they they have so much money available to them and they're just like, no, they're just gonna pinch every single penny they can get out of you.
2: The event yeah. tickets
3: still cost seventy yeah. dollars.
2: <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely.
3: And you, so you're playing there, and then meanwhile, here you go to LBO, you're playing at, at the Rio. Yep. You know, that's great. It's like, like an actual uh hotel um from Vegas. Like you get like the whole yep. feeling behind it. It's,
2: totally. it's I would recommend like
3: if you're not like a hardcore competitive player and you're like, I don't know if I want to go to one of these events or not. <laughs> LBO 2023, you should, or 2022, uh, yeah. you should strongly, strongly consider it. Or
0: 20, no, 23. This is... 23, 23, so. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. lose track all the time. I think I'm at yeah. the end of the previous year, too.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. That's a, that's a great endorsement. Uh, I love, I love that you had that, uh, cause LVO is absolutely hands down my favorite event of the year. And I've, I've worked on the staff and I've, I've behind the scenes with everyone. So it's great to have that, that experience. Um, but let's talk a little bit about how, how you got ready for Legion coming in. Uh, what were you, what were you thinking? Uh, and what were you building your list around for?
3: Um, so I remember you had someone I came on who said something along the lines of you build, within your constraints or something.
0: Sure, yeah. Uh,
3: I, I really felt that with Legion. Nice, nice. Uh, like, so I'm a rebel <laughs> player, right? Okay, yep. And it's like, okay, well, I have to build within the rebel stuff that I have. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to think about like, okay, well, what can I do about the meta? And, and my thinking going into this, I said, okay, you have to be able to deal with three basic types of things. You have to be able to deal with force users, you have mm-hmm. to be able to deal with armor, yep. and you also have to be able to deal with melee. Um, and if your list does not have a competent answer to those three things,
2: mm-hmm. you don't have a list. Yep. That
3: that was more or less my thought. Yeah. And so I was looking. I was like, well, rebels we're trash when it comes to having any sort of armor <laughs> piercing. Like, sure. It's it's embarrassing how bad we are. It's like the, the best you could do is you could play the airspeeders, I guess.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: By their anti armor. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so what I ultimately decided is that okay, you know what, I'm just going. I'm gonna have a bid. I'm going to have a lot of like character focused um, objectives, mm-hmm. and if I get double T47, I'm just not even going to bother damaging them. I'm just yeah. going to play the objective game and try to win out on that. Yeah. And then if I run into force users or melee, I have both of those. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Plus
3: I have a couple of fleets on top of that. So if we want to play like the close range battle, I yeah. can sauce anyone with that. <laughs> that. That was more or less the thought. With,
2: with I like the- it.
0: I like it. So, where did you? Um, you so, you focus on the force users and the melee. Did you just put Luke and uh, the Wookiees in, and then build around from there, or did you did you know that you wanted to bring that bus? <laughs>
3: um, yeah, I, I think there was definitely some element of I paid the commission to have someone make the bus. Nice. Um, <laughs> thing, right? Yep. But there, there definitely was some of that. Um, I I love playing fleets yep. a lot. Yeah. And I think they're a very underrated piece. Their mm-hmm. firepower is insane. And if you just can place them properly, you're good. Yeah. Unfortunately, with fleets, they just die. Yeah. And I mean, that's just a rebel way. Like everything dies. Yep. <laughs> so my thinking there was okay, I know I want to play Luke because I, I love playing them. And I know I want to play mm-hmm. fleets. Mm-hmm. But then what do I do? Like, I have Chewy, right? Mm-hmm. Chewy is usually like the answer to kind of help soak damage. And a lot of times I play uh, Flyboys. So, like yep. when I play my um, Han, Luke, like I was playing Flyboys before Han was good. So oh, nice. I did think about nice. it, right? I thought about it. <laughs> and was like, okay, normally what I do with Flyboys is the list will be like Luke, Han, Chewy. That's like your base. You have yeah. some fleets that can just like terrorize people. Like I try to run like two, possibly three fleets with a scatter gun mm-hmm. and sometimes an extra guy if I can afford it depending on the build. And then the more or less the plan is Han's just there to die. His job (laughs) is to play the two-pip at the right time. Everybody focus fires on him. Everybody else runs out, and they shoot stuff. Yeah. Um, But with me wanting to play this bus, I kind of had to cut something in there. Sure. And the cut was Han. And then I thought, Mm -hmm. okay, well, if Han's getting cut, I don't have this big play where I can make everyone shoot me. Mm -hmm. So I need guys that just don't die. And that's where the (laughs) weapons came in. Makes sense. They just don't die. That, that's that's all I need them to do: take shots and not die.
0: <laughs> triple, triple uh, naked wookies. Well, not fully naked. Triple. Uh, I just had to. I just had another guest call them baby wookies uh, <laughs> without that's a heavy on there.
2: That's the right
0: way to think about it. Uh, with tenacity and push is a is a meaty combination. I mean, that's twenty seven points of health right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you are not going to be able to shoot most of them down, there is a lot of of melee just crashing into your lines. Um, are, are, are you building them out to be, Oh, and you mentioned the fleets. I, I love, I I'm a big fleet fan too. I haven't played them in a while, but I, I, I always used to love them. And I always used to position them terribly. Uh, the number of times I've had fleets panic off the board <laughs> is embarrassing. Um, uh, but double fleets with a scatter gun and then double rebel troopers out of your core. Talk to me a little bit about, um, did you have any decisions around what upgrades you wanted to put on the bus? Uh, and similarly with Luke.
3: Uh, yeah, so um, the the biggest decision was like, I think there was a thought of, like, okay, does the bus go shriv or does the bus go aim guy? Right. And what I found was I, I just kept placing too many orders on Luke and the bus would go at random times. And sometimes mm-hmm. the bus just gets ripped last and it feels awful. Yep. Yep. So I didn't want to have too many situations where I'm getting three aims and just can't use them. Mm-hmm. So I eventually went off at that which then let me cut the rebel officer. Mm, gotcha. Right, and then the list kind of goes from there. Um, yeah. Something else that I think really helped with this list too was um, Chewie was in this list for a long time. So for mm-hmm. a very long time, this was actually Commander Luke
0: and Chewie. Oh, okay. Okay.
3: Um like like so, basically C- Commander Luke and Chewie would replace operative Luke and R2. That was gotcha. the swap.
2: Yep.
0: Cool.
3: And um, it was like I was testing other stuff and i realized how degenerate bus plus r2 can be like so you just have to play it to see how dumb that can be and you're like am i just going to cheese someone for a free win if i can do that why wouldn't i play that
2: sure, right. so sure.
3: that that kind of played into it too where when you're when you put r2 in there that's like more points less flexibility that you have in the list so you know the bus is like completely slim right the, the yeah. bus is just stripped there's nothing no. else in there um yeah. and then luke there was Real thought of like saber throw versus force versus speed.
0: Gotcha. Yep. And
3: that that one is like really tough to figure out because you don't really need the burst if Luke's going to be in the bus, right? Like, do mm-hmm. have to do this or not? Like, it kind of feels like mm-hmm. an edge case thing. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, well, burst is two less points and mm-hmm. six point bids better than four point bids. So I'll go versus speed.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah but like,
3: so there, there was like a lot of thinking on that front nice. where, um, which ones to put, but some of it, you know, it, it's just building out of necessity, right? I want to play the fleets. I want to play the books. I yeah. want to play the bus and yeah. I want to play R2. You just start going and you're like, I run out of points.
0: Nice. <laughs> you know? well, it, it seems like you ran out of points in a pretty good place with uh, 10 activations. You got plenty of uh, a pointy sticks and, uh, <laughs> and, and lightsabers and all sorts of stuff in here. Um, you do have a six point bid and you told me ahead of, uh, before we started recording that you wanted to talk a little bit about the bid. Uh, tell me, tell me your thoughts on bid here.
3: Yeah, I, I think that bidding is in a really good place right now. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, there's, like, this thought of, like, what should a bid cost, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it was very clear that, like, bids of double digits are insane. That shit's <laughs> not happen in this game. Um, but it did, right? Which I think saying oh, the yeah. player was too strong. So, but then it's like, hey, but what, if everybody brings red player lists, isn't that bad also? Mm-hmm. And my thinking is the proper amount for a bid should really be, like, one useful upgrade, Mm. right? Like that should be the the decision. Like, okay, are you playing an extra copy of Vigilance or are you getting the bid? Are you playing Mm. a Tenacity or are you playing the bid? That should more or less be the choice. If you're like debating half of an activation or the bid, Mm -hmm. the bid Mm -hmm. is way too strong.
2: Mm. Because it should
3: just be like a small advantage. And so like my list really needs the bid because I have a whole bunch of like range two threats. I don't want to play Long March.
2: Right. (laughs) I want to play them (laughs) in. (laughs)
3: <laughs> you know, yeah. put right in there and just push my guys forward and that's easier if i can choose all the deployments because that's mostly what yeah. i'm bidding for the objectives are like kind of whatever i gotcha. just wanted three trooper objectives and breakthrough and call it a day with that
0: nice you know? i like that i really like that framing uh, i haven't heard it put exactly that way but I, that's really the one like valuable upgrade decision point i like that a lot as a uh as a metric and, and then also
3: you gotta think about it this way too which is that i think people like to to say that there's like this perfect equilibrium
1: for uh, this
3: sure. right but like when you think about like what it means is that if blue player is too strong what that means is that there is too many games decided on turn zero mm,
2: and if yep.
3: red player is too strong or blue players too weak what mm. that means is that there is too many lists that are bid agnostic
2: mm.
3: and i think you could say that both are theoretically bad but i think one is way worse than the other mm-hmm. and it's like i I don't want anyone to ever have turn zero losses that's yeah. awful for a game that's two and a half hours you can't have people just dead before they even make an activation
2: yeah yeah and absolutely.
3: so like if you're ever going to lean one way or the other as like from like a design standpoint of mm-hmm. like would i'd rather have it be lean more red lean more blue you should definitely want it to lean more red <laughs> yeah because <laughs> okay. yeah. like if everybody shows up with 800 point list okay that means everybody's playing full games of legion to yep. decide winners yeah. And it's like if you show up with like half the field playing blue player list, that I means there's going to be a lot of people who they might as well just concede 30 minutes in the match.
0: Yeah. Well, the good news is uh, based off of their interviews on on our show Legion 99 and the Outriders recently, I, th- I think your view really aligns well with the developers <laughs> who said a very uh, similar thing that where having having circumstances where it's lost on two, turn zero is a really 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 undesirable state to be avoided so yeah and, and that that's happens awesome. in
3: games right like sure. if you sure. play card games like you play magic or something it's mm-hmm. two out of three each game's like 15 minutes if a 15 minute game ends in two minutes it's whatever
2: right? yeah
3: play the next game you yeah. can't have that in this game <laughs> This <game didn't> so <laughs> no. long you cannot no. have like games just decided super early and even like my list my list is pretty aggressive i remember mm-hmm. there was one game i played at LBO where a guy just lost charm one pretty much that's oh, like yeah. i was able to like he like, position his mall a little bit too far up. And, mm-hmm. like, I don't think he knew how quickly the bus can get there. Oh, yeah. And then his mall just gets slaughtered to pieces. And it's like, sorry, guy. Like, th- that just happens. <laughs> and and that's where, in like a competitive environment, I'm not apologizing too much about that. But, like, that is not something you ever want to happen at, like, a yeah. local scene.
2: Yeah.
0: Where yeah. Absolutely.
3: Over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one.
0: Totally. Totally awesome uh, great great points love the perspective on that um, jumping back to the list though let's uh, I, I do want to understand some of your choices uh, as we get into the command hand uh, pretty much straight down the line of uh, loot cards uh, but you went with push instead of uh, Luke's other two can you talk to me about that choice
3: yeah that one I went I went back and forth on a lot yeah and what I ultimately felt is that they're just going to be turns where I really need the boss to have an
2: Mm. right yep.
3: and Luke doesn't give people orders right he has one part <sighs> right. that gives people orders but then it's like he has one that gives two troopers orders and there's yep. just going to be like these churns where specifically the bus needs an order
2: mm-hmm.
3: and I thought okay I think there's going to be more situations where I'll need the bus to have an order than there are going to be situations where I need Luke to have a dodge Yeah, and so I'll risk it with the push that, that was more or less a thinking there um, like it's also, there was a choice of like, do I play blast off or do I play mm-hmm. um, the double strike?
2: Right.
3: And my thought is we're going hand with the double strike. <laughs>
0: <laughs> your, your list definitely seems to be designed for that aggressive style. So I'm, I'm a little, plus you mentioned R2 can go in the bus. Uh, it feels yeah. like that takes away a lot of the need for blast off. Exactly. Awesome. Love the thinking there. Um, Jumping over to the battle deck. uh, I'd love to hear what's the one card out of uh, each of these categories that that this list really wants to play?
3: Okay. So deployments. Mm -hmm. I think my favorite deployment is Disarray. Okay. Nice. Um, Mostly because I know exactly where my opponent's going to be. Because one of the toughest things to do with this list, or really any aggro list in any game ever, is you have to know what your opponent's going to do early. Because yeah. right? like so much of it is hinges on you being able to attack in the correct position. And so if you're playing on disarray, you have a very small space where you can mm-hmm. never put your stuff. More yep. importantly, your opponent's never placing on the opposite end. right? So you have two deployment yeah. zones. You have your deployment zone close to you and your deployment mm-hmm. zone away from you. I mm-hmm. have never ever in this game seen anybody deploy nine units on the opposite end of the board. Always <laughs> deploying on their side. So sure. what I do is I deploy my stuff on my side as well. And, mm-hmm. and like it creates this very narrow lane where mm-hmm. I know where they're gonna be. Yeah. Um, and it more importantly helps me know where my bus is gonna be. Yeah. It's like if I know where my bus is gonna be and I know where my fleets are gonna be, um, that helps me out a lot. Yeah. Um the other ones are nice too, but you know, if like if you're playing hemmed in. Sometimes people split on Hemden and you don't know which side sure. you're going to pick for Hemden. Sure. Uh, similarly, if you're playing battle lines, you don't know exactly which side more they're going to be. But like this array, yeah. you know exactly which tiny quadrant they're going to be. But <laughs> so you know where you're going to be. Yeah. <laughs> and that, That's incredible.
0: Nice. What um, about uh, what about objectives? I know you mentioned you can play pretty much everything with this one that you bring, but what do yeah, you, what do you yeah. really like the most?
3: As far as objectives go, um, I really like hostage exchange for the mm, most part. Yep. yep. Um granted you only ever play hostage exchange if you're up against another force user. So that is the same touch. Like, <laughs> like it, you know, hostage is like ideal if you're playing as an on-force user. Yeah. Um against like if like let's say you see an opposing force user, I really actually like playing sabotage.
2: Mm, gotcha. Cool.
3: with the deployments I chose, um the most people think of sabotage as like I do mine, you do yours, and we're just playing a kill points game. Yep. But when you're playing battle lines and hemmed in and uh disarray, all of the vaps are gettable. Yeah. So they be, when when the when the vaps are actually live objectives yeah. for every single person, now you have to actually commit to getting them. Mm-hmm. And so having troopers matters, having troopers near spots matters, and also mm-hmm. like just having actions available. I have two mm-hmm. troopers that I don't care about. So they can run off and do objectives. R2 don't care about. It. He can run off and do objectives. <laughs> sure. So they're having that available to me because not everyone has that. Right? Some people like if you're playing against droids, droids have to stick together. They can't just yeah. have like one droid go rogue and yeah. tap them bat, Whereas I can. So yeah. that's yeah. that's probably like my favorite against. If I know they have a force user, right? Nice. <laughs> like nice. Like if they encounter the the hostage, and then um, as far as the uh, conditions, mm-hmm. I, I I think. By far, my favorite is limited
0: biz. Oh sure, yeah. When you, people can't shoot. Yeah, me, it feels <laughs> yeah. You mentioned already. <laughs> You've got such a a, a short range focused that that yeah, makes yeah, a ton yeah. of sense. All right. What about the uh, what about the other side when that uh, when that sneaky seven point bid comes in uh, and gets you? What what's the first card uh, that you're going to be vetoing?
3: Uh, easily, Long March. Yep. <laughs> I unplayable on Long March. <laughs> um, I'm sense. somewhat playable on rollout just because you can roll the bus out, kind of yeah. close the distance a little bit. Um, then <laughs> you have like, let's so see here for objectives. I'm not a big fan of payload. And okay. payload's one of those where a list like mine is theoretically good with it, right? right. You got a force user, you got melee threats, you have short range guys, like why wouldn't you want to play payload? Yep. You know where they're going to be, right? And my biggest problem with this is is more of an RNG element of it where mm the way in which the targets are chosen Mm -hmm. is just completely random, right? Sometimes Mm -hmm. like now sometimes each player has like a goalpost as far away as they can be. And it's an even match, but sometimes just the way the terrain plays out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. One
3: player might just be like two moves ahead of the other player for payload. Um, That's just something I don't want to deal with. Right. Like like my thought is that 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 brings way too much randomness into the game (laughs) that I don't want to have. So I, I want it out.
0: Makes sense what about uh what about conditions uh, do you care at this wants
3: the, the one that says uh like guys get extra suppression I want to no oh
0: okay got it yep <laughs> so something between hostage exchange, or a hostile environment and war weary but neither of those are fun
3: yeah both both bad um at least with the the one that says you can't remove suppression it helps mm-hmm. our hostile. Right. that but yep yeah they don't like having
0: suppression. No, <laughs> no they uh, don't.
3: <laughs> and neither does Luke when he gets shot. Neither does Rebel troopers. Like, oh, my whole team hates suppression. Yeah, the books are the only ones that are like, we don't care about it for the
0: most yeah. part. Yeah, although one of the most painful experiences in Legion is an indomitable unit failing to roll off <laughs> suppression. Uh, yeah.
3: so. it happens all the time. Oh miserable. yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Awesome. Love the uh, love the breakdown of that. What were you? Um, you mentioned a little, a couple of things that you. Uh, like playing certain objectives against but in general what were you what lists were you hoping to get paired against when you got to LVO
3: Um, anything that doesn't have force users cool Uh, of course (laughs) I played six force users so naturally that's how that goes
2: yep
0: Um, so
3: if you don't have a force user I'm looking my chops Um, and then outside of that I think that like like non-scary vehicles I'm also pretty okay playing yeah. So I, I clearly don't want to play against like Yoda Padme Saber, right? Sure.
0: That sucks. <laughs> I don't think anyone does right now. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, I, I did make sure to test against it and my list does okay. But okay. It's, yeah. it's, that, that entire matchup comes down to like this on a Skywalker turn,
1: yeah, which I don't
3: basically. like. Yeah. Um, but if you're like, hey, my list is I got a chicken walker or two mm-hmm. and then I got some derps and I'm yeah. like, oh, all I have to do is kill the derps and I win the game. Yeah, and you invested four hundred points in a vehicle that do nothing. This is great, yeah. right? Makes sense. <laughs> like, like that's that's what I like because the other because the thing about vehicles is that um, if you get into melee, they can't shoot you, right? You know, so that, that's what I think sometimes people forget where they're like, hey, my chicken walker wants to shoot, and it's like, oh, the only target I have is
2: <laughs> the rebel
3: trooper in the back. I will guess I'll shoot him with my mortar because yeah. everyone else is in melee.
2: Yeah,
0: makes sense. Uh, so you mentioned don't want to play against force users, but uh, can we narrow it down what uh, what one particular thing list were you dreading getting paired against? Unless it was just uh, the Yoda page. Easily top yeah.
3: the list of don't want to play against this because Dooku can kill Luke. MAGA's yeah. they're immune to Wookie, right? So that's yeah. that's not fun to play against. Um, it's it's winnable, right? Like I, I can I can pull that one I can pull that one out if I outplay my opponent. But against a good opponent, they should be able to beat me in that matchup. Yeah. Um, And and the reason I don't want to play force users in particular is that so much of the value of bringing the bus is that Luke gets into your lines one turn sooner than you expect him to. Now, Luke getting into your lines if you don't have a force user is oftentimes just game over. If you do have a force user, then it's a game. Right. And so it's like, of course, I'd rather play games where my opponent has no chance versus games <laughs> where my opponent has a chance.
0: Surely, surely. All right, uh, lovely analysis. You ready for some lightning round to bring us home? Sure. All right. Uh, what was your uh, what was your best, better, lucky than good moment in Vegas?
3: In Vegas, um, I would say it was round one of day two. Um, I was fairly—I I forget the guy's name. But he was running a um, like a fly voice list. Okay. And so I was looking. I was like, okay, I can, I should be able to beat this. And then when we deployed, it was like we were playing on uh, what's it called, a Hemden,
2: mm-hmm. and
3: we basically placed the two VAPs on the opposite corners of the maps. Right. Yep. So it's like like when you think about it, like it's just if you were to think about it in terms of like one eighth quadrants. Yep. Two VAPs were in quadrants one and two, and then the other ones were. In eight and or seven and eight, right? Gotcha. Yeah. And so he deployed almost every single unit in slots like six through eight.
2: And okay. then
3: I deployed, you know, because I'm I'm the blue player, I'm mm-hmm. like kind of in the middle of stuff. And my initial plan was okay, well we're gonna take this guy head on. Right. Yeah. I, I committed a little bit more to the to the other baps than he was, but like the, the more or less the plan, like it was pretty clear for both of our end was I'm gonna get the the one and two slot Vaps, right? They're gonna get tapped out, and he's gonna yeah. to try to win the fight for the seven and eight slot vaps. Mm-hmm. And he should win that fight because he's committing more to it than I am. Sure. Right. Um, and I was like, okay, well, even if he wins the fight, all I have to do is be able to get one extra damage on a map and I win. Mm-hmm. Right. That was more or less my thought. And then I looked and I was like, why even bother playing Legion today? It was like it was like <laughs> right at the start of turn one, I was like do I just win? Okay. Yeah, I guess I do. So I just immediately ejected Luke out of the bus and moved to the other started moving towards the other side, hopped with mm-hmm. the bus and then ran away.
0: Nice. It yeah. was like
3: the lamest game I've ever played. Like we, we actually <laughs> counted up the attacks and we counted that I made six attacks throughout the entirety of the game. Oh, wow. And it was like, cause why would I like every yeah. single turn would just double move away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: the only ones I made attack were Wookiees, Cause I, I ran Wookies into some of his guys and that was just pure luck. Right. That was yeah. like, if he had just deployed his guys a little bit more mm-hmm. um, towards like the center, this yeah. kind of play is just not on the table because he sense. could then chase down the bus, kill it. And then kill R2, yeah. you know, but just with how hard he went on one side, which I had no control over, mm-hmm. <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he just lost the game. Makes um, sense. Yeah. It felt awful for him and I felt bad playing, but at the same time you want the win. So
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, Terminally, like, oh yeah. You got to play what, what yeah. you see. So awesome. What, uh, well, what decision or play throughout the weekend were you most proud of?
3: Um, I'd say it was catching the mall. So oh, I, yeah. I alluded to this earlier, but like yep. basically the, the, the way that he deployed his mall, he was behind the line of sight blocker. Mm-hmm. And what I did is because it was limited viz, I had the mm-hmm. ability to move guys up and then take standbys mm-hmm. and not have those standbys immediately shot off. So when Luke moves up with the bus. I move to the other side of the line of sight blocker. Maul can't trigger a standby. I force mm. push mall. And then that mall gets gunned down by like everything. I unloaded oh, nice. like six standby shots into him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those things that like never happens, right? Like yep. like that's like it's what it, it's like a very specific, you know, limited viz. Yep. Plus Maul's infiltrate. Plus yep. my opponent not quite seeing that the bus can do that. Yeah. And then his mall just gets lit up.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, um,
3: I did get the bounty though. That was cool. Like I got oh, the small nice. uh, kill a guy bounty.
0: Like, oh right, right,
3: bounty, <laughs> bounty right. Yeah. Uh, so that that was that was pretty pretty cool to do. Um, from my end. Nice,
0: awesome. Uh, and what uh, what about the other other way that that can go? What decision or play is going to haunt you uh, from the weekend? Uh,
3: uh, I think it was it, this one's pretty easy. So
2: okay.
3: um, <laughs> it's. So round two of day two, I mm-hmm. play against uh, Q-Bone, the guy yeah. that ended up winning. And um, like when we deployed, I you know, we're playing Disarray and I put my uh, Rebel Trooper on like the opposite end and we're playing mm-hmm. Breakthrough. So like every Rebel Trooper is worth a point. It's like, okay, perfect. He's, he's going to be over there. He's deploying all this stuff near him. It's going to be like an easy walk into yeah. the, to the end zone for a point. Yep. And then he was able to deploy his STD in a way where he could get a shot with the bombardment Mm. and see all of my guys. Oh yeah. So he rolls all paint. That's not that crazy. Of course I miss everything, which feels pretty awful. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a thing where it's like, okay, you get a little unlucky, right? Yeah. But there's an element of, okay, you got unlucky, but did, you let your opponent get lucky, right? I let right. him have the opportunity to get lucky yep. in the position, and he yep. took the opportunity, and it worked out, and then I lost not only an activation, which was bad in a force user versus force user matchup, yeah. but also bad in a breakthrough matchup where that's a point oh, yeah. in a game that's very <laughs> close. So if 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 like if I position that a little differently, because I was positioning them to not get shot by the other end of the district, but there was like a way I could have protected a trooper on each end right yeah i position that differently he probably doesn't play his orbital, He probably plays something else or he maybe just plays the orbital anyways and like shoots the bus or whatever yeah. um but that game goes a little differently if i have another another point on the table another activation and who knows maybe i still lose i mean because his list is very good and it's not the greatest matchup for me but like giving your opponent an activation right off the bat yeah, no, not that's, a good way to
0: start a game. Yeah, that, <laughs> that falls way. into unforced error territory for yeah. sure. So, yeah. awesome, good, good, good reflection. Appreciate that. All right, here's one uh, I've been looking forward to since we started the talking. Uh, what's what's your gamertag uh, or, origin story? Uh, you, you said folks in other other games would know you as Kira Mode. So.
3: Yeah, so um, Kira Mode is an ins, is it's a joke that me and a friend have about Death Note. Okay. But like, if you've ever seen this anime, they have these weird color shift scenes where like the main character, like Yagami slash Kira starts talking to himself and he gets mm-hmm. like all red and stuff. Oh, like, sure. red and, white. <laughs> and he always thinks of like the most sadistic things when he's in this mode. Right.
2: Gotcha. So called <laughs> like,
3: like, Kira mode. Right. It's so it's like we would talk about it like with poker where it was like, yeah, man, I had like the sickest bluff. I went Kira mode on this and like. Got this guy to fold,
2: right? So (laughs)
3: that was more or less where the joke started. And then so I needed something when I made a Discord. So I was like, I'll just be Kirvo. That's funny. Of course, no one in the Star Wars LCG community knows anime. So like they were (laughs) at a loss for what that means. But I thought, okay, well, I got to stick with it now.
0: I'm a little surprised there's not more overlap of those two communities, but uh, I, I don't know anime myself that well, so I guess I can't really speak. Awesome, <laughs> I love I love that background. I've had a string of folks that it's kind of just the, a, a version of their name, so it's really nice to have a a good origin story <laughs> for a handle here. Yeah. All right. Uh, what was your uh, What was your favorite non Legion memory from the weekend? Um,
3: I mean, it's kind of cheating because I have so I have family that's in there. Oh, sure. oh, okay. Heavily influenced my decision to go to the event. Yeah. And so I didn't make day three, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but I did get to go spend time with family on Sunday. Oh, nice. And so, you know, we did a little bit of gambling, watched yeah. a little bit of football.
0: Yeah. Um, Some good games that Sunday.
3: Buffalo completely, <laughs> the entire city of San Francisco <laughs> in one yeah. place Well, yeah. a lot of place but. A lot of places. a few. There.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: I'm, uh, I'm in the but Bay Area. Day so. Was just yeah, I, w- I watched that game from a Vegas uh, bar, and then uh, flew home on a very quiet flight from Vegas to San Jose that night.
3: <laughs> Actually, let me amend my answer because there, there is there is one moment that did catch me off guard. Okay. Okay, so I'm not like I'm not really embedded into the uh, the Legion Discord, right? Because sure. like, I haven't played this game long enough. Yeah. And I've noticed a lot of people make jokes about FWARF, and in with <laughs> his age. Yes. And I thought everyone was joking. I was like, <laughs> like, look, I get paired up against floor for Round one. Yeah. And I was fully expecting a middle-aged white male at six feet tall. Like, <laughs> that's what I thought I was going to see. Right. I thought everyone was just trouble. No, it yeah. turns out is thirteen years old. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the, one of the, one of these years, I think he, I think he's almost there. Uh, he where actually we, where we almost there.
3: There. I think he said he was yeah. like three months away. So yeah, Yep. I think when he goes to a tournament <laughs> where he is legally allowed to drink, he is going to get blacked out because the amount uh, yeah. of free drinks that that guy's going to get is going to yep. be
0: good. yeah yeah yeah. Floors floors are great. It was great to meet him in person for the first time oh, uh, yeah. at at this event, and then he ended up playing the uh, the doubles round with uh, my Legion ninety nine co host uh, Nick, who is who is six feet plus. He's taller than I am, um, <laughs> which which is saying something. And so it was a. Uh, uh, a, a very hilarious pairing of the two of them in a team's match. So. All right, let's bring it home. What famous personality, living or dead, would you choose to stream every game of Legion you play for the rest of your life?
3: Uh, this is a pretty easy one for me. All right. Give me any Mexican soccer announcer.
0: Nice. Like, <laughs> like these guys,
3: you know, anytime that someone dies uh-huh. or a certain weird attack pattern happens or
2: someone's
3: yeah. on a roll, yep. they're losing it. So yeah. I would like, you know, like when I when I had my rebel troopers just get vaporized, turn one, roll a save. That would have been like a two minute monologue.
0: Absolutely. Right? Like that
3: would have been great. And I, I would have loved for them to express the pain that I was feeling in my heart when these rebel yeah. troopers betrayed me.
2: So. <laughs> I love I love
0: that. I love that. Now I, now I need to go find that to actually happen on a stream maybe I could talk and just speaking like that for a while. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thank well, you, you Danny. That's it, right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. I yeah. Spanish and start imitating and then you, and then you're good.
0: <laughs> totally. All right. Well, thank you, Danny. Um, do you have anything you want to plug or tell folks where to find you?
3: Uh, well, if you're in Minnesota, yeah. Um, I'm one of the people who organizes, uh, tournaments at the game center awesome. and, uh, if you ever decide to visit Minnesota, <laughs> uh, you can always hit me on Discord, um, Cure Mode. Yep. And, uh, you know, we can get a game in. So i love, love to have more people. Like, I think the community's grown pretty significantly over here mm. in just the last year. Wonderful. So, uh, Wonderful. if anyone's listening and, and they want people to play with, we, we are here and ready to play with you
0: awesome love it uh and listeners uh, if you have a favorite list that you love to share with the Legionverse, verse shoot me a dm at the hashtag 9051 and we'll see you next time on turn zero lists